Hello, good day, everybody. Dirty old man from advice from a dirty old man coming to you again from Santa Maria de Palautordera. It's a it's a beautiful day. I'm not in my office. I'm not in my table. I'm not in my computer. <clears throat> As you can uh, see from the quality of the recordings, might not be the best, but I'm using my headphones to record this because I think it's a, it's a special day. It is a sunny beautiful, gloomy day. Uh, I was just wondering, walking through the woods, actually, if uh, uh, to let you know more or less where I am, if you know the image you have of this place where someone's walking and a psychopath comes along with an axe and murders him or her and cuts him or her to pieces and buries her and he was only found six months later by by uh, by a couple of raccoons, but that's where I am. <laughs> I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, half lost, which is what I like to be, and half I know the direction of where I'm supposed to go, but I know it as a straight line. I mean, I know I have to go east from where I am, but the paths don't necessarily go east, and. Uh, I just came across a abandoned military camp with still some ropes hanging and some training uh, equipment onto trees and trails and stuff, and it was pretty interesting. Yeah, my dog had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, we just got a little confused about where we were. So in case I get lost and nobody finds me, this is my testament. <laughs> At least I still have uh, cellular coverage. So this is my testament for my last words. Well, uh, today's uh, topic is uh, very personal, very, very, very humane. I would say uh, it's it's the mental illnesses and uh, and how this can relate to uh, to, uh, to to reality, to to your environment. To whatever is happening to you directly, it's uh, it's no it's no secret to many people that I'm going through some shit and I've gone through therapies and taking a lot of medications, different kinds, always under control. And I even tried the, the microdosing with psilocybin, and it didn't quite work for me. Maybe I didn't give it enough time, but it was uh, it took me to very weird places. It took me, I don't know. No, my, I think I don't think my mind is wired for that kind of stuff. And uh, from what I've been reading, also the psilocybin microdosing is mostly uh, you know, given to people with severe or bipolarism or severe depression or other kinds, which obviously I don't have. I have other kinds of, of depression and anxiety attacks. But uh, anyways, I'm, I'm free of additives, free of uh, uh, preservatives and free of everything now. I'm clean, clean as a whistle. And uh, it's a good place to be because this is a place that I can manage. And this is what I want to talk about, the places you find yourself with uh, mental illness and with... Uh, and the amount of frustration and the amount of anxiety and dissociation 
problems that uh, some mental illnesses can can bring about, and uh, and it's funny because it, it it all adds up. It all adds up in a way that I don't really believe in universal energies. I know there is something. I know there, but I think it's too complex to even try to understand, and it's too um, too elaborate to. Uh, to comprehend and my my thoughts on on all this it's they're very complex but it's mostly that uh, just do the best you can <laughs> you know be a good person be humble be altruistic be empathetical with everything everyone in every situation and that'll make the universe work for yourself so you don't have to be meditating to to the goddess Shiva or you don't have to carry a a stone around your neck or you don't have to pray to to whatever god you pray or you don't have to do any jyotish readings or um, or mandala drawings or participate in anything as long as you do what you have to do and if you try and be good to other people and pay attention that i said try because we'll not always achieve this but if you if you follow these rules, if you always do things with good intentions, then chances are the universe is going to align to to help you out. But uh, as I said, I don't fully believe that. I just believe that. Well, you just have to be a good person, and when you are a good person, you're prone to suffer the wrath of uh, of people who don't fully understand that. You know, who don't fully understand. How can you be so altruistic? How can you be so open to everything that even in conflict, you don't necessarily participate in an active way? You always participate in a passive uh, way, in a way that can be understood as whatever your position is. I may not agree with it, but 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 I really understand where you're coming from. I do. And I'm more towards, I'm tilted more towards your own uh, understanding than my beliefs and uh, so this ideology conflicts kind of puts people off guard because I'm not a conflictual person I don't like conflict I never did like I always thought that conflict is the the failure <laughs> to to achieve anything as human beings so if, if if conflict arises I have a tendency to just move and leave you with it but uh, in, in the bottom line is that, well, I've always tried to be a good person. Nevertheless, time moves and things happen. And, uh, and, uh, and a lot of people may think that when you reach a dark hole, when you reach, a, when you reach that part of your mind that traps you, that it's a sudden thing. And I've been thinking about it, and it's not. You get there. Little by little, step by step, not paying attention to little signs, not uh, or uh, rather ignoring the little messages that life is giving you that uh, that your behavior is building up inside. That sometimes, well, you need to pay more attention to your instincts and to your um, to your natural mm, being. You know, even if that means not being a good person sometimes, you know, and then this has been kind of a little bit my problem. I've always 
avoided conflict. I've always mm, kind of taken the weight of the situation so that even if you're trying to damage me or hurt me, uh, you know, I, I'll take the weight of it and uh, you just go ahead with your life and hopefully you'll be a good person to, uh, to the next human being that crosses you. But this little by little, this builds up and then it adds up with a lot of uh, real-life factors, like, you know, for example, at this particular time, well, I've been for I've been looking for a job for 18 months, and I've been actively looking for a job. It's not sporadically, it's not casual. Actively speaking to people, sending resumes, finding out, investigating, uh, <clears throat> learning, taking courses, uh, trying to figure out how to better be of service to particular companies that are looking for people. So I've been actively searching for a job for 18 months with almost zero response, zero. Uh, the amount of jobs that I have uh, applied to add up to 938 in 18 months. Uh, just in case you missed that number, 938 job applications. So there, it's not that there is a lack of job opportunities out there, obviously, there are a shitload of them, but somehow they don't want me. They don't need me. They think I'm obsolete. And in many, many of those cases, I have gone through every single point in my resume, every single point in my experience, and compare it to their requirements. And then not only add up, they surpass. They, 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 <laughs> I'd say in over 60%, I don't know, over 50% of the cases I've uh, reviewed, everything indicates I'm not only the perfect candidate, but you know, they would be very glad to have me. So why is this happening? Well, could be many factors, and I've repeated them over and over. But age must be one. I'm 53 years old, so why should a company who's looking for, um, let's say, a wellness counselor or a psychologist or a recruiter or an IT technician hire a 53-year-old geezer when they can hire a 25 one who would probably know more or less what I know and be less of a burden? No. And so... So any, anyhow, so uh, all this personal situation with uh, jobs and money and, and frustration, when you add up the mental stability and the mental illness and the chemical imbalance in your brain, then what your brain does is a very funny thing because it starts adding up and it starts tying knots you know, in ways that are not healthy, in ways that may be... You know, it justifies your frustration and it uh, and it sinks you right in. So if you had any self-assurance issues, well, then you're fucked in my particular situation because, you know, hey, you know it's true. <laughs> Nobody wants me. I'm no good. I'm, uh, I'm useless. Uh, how come I seem to be the perfect candidate, but uh, they still don't choose me? Well, maybe because, you know... Hold on, there's a car coming, and I don't want my dog to be run down. But there's a car coming, that means I may be near <laughs> a 
settlement. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a village right there. Wonder which one is it? Anyway, fuck it. If I get lost here, well, again, this is my last testament. So what, what happens is that little by little, when, you're, when you keep your mind uh, tied up to these little things, you, all your images of, all your dark images, all those dark places, all those horrible thoughts and uh, useless feelings start making sense because everything everything outside the, 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 the crude reality seems to confirm that at every step. So this is a very terrible place to be. Terrible place. And uh, thank God I've got some... Could you say personal tools that has that have kept me uh, at least with enough space to breathe rather than just um, fuck it all and just end it all up, which has always been an option. And it's a very, very, very present and available option. And to a certain extent, a very reasonable and pleasurable option. Just put an end to it. Just put an end to it. I was um, reading the case of someone who... Did you hear that? Is that a, was that a chicken or was that a, a, a wild pig? I certainly hope it was a chicken. Because <laughs> my dog won't protect me from wild pigs. I've proven that many times. So I was reading about this guy who, um, who obviously had a little bit more issues than I have. And uh, he defined his, I think he was 64 years old. He defined his, uh, all his adult life as a constant uh, work to not kill himself. Because you know, everything in his mind and in his body, every gram of DNA you know, was trying to kill him or for him to kill himself. Now, um, thankfully, I'm not that deep into shit. I have been at points. But not as in a constant manner as this poor guy. And uh, but but I understand. I, I I fully fully understand. And more than understand, I relate, which is um, which is the place I was trying to tell you that I don't like to be, and which is the place in which I find myself more often than I would like to. And uh, and then. And the whole process begins, you know, of what's it all about? What's the purpose? What's the meaning? What's uh, why? <laughs> Nothing makes sense. It's just uh, it's just existence. And then you start up upping, you start adding up the whole metaphysical world of you know of mere existence, which is atoms here in a broader expression with souls that want to get out and souls, and then you start working with this and you start <laughs> even traveling to those places in your mind in which you would be free from all these uh from all these traps that uh, life is made of and uh, even if things work out which if they've most of my life thank god they have working out <clears throat> they still make no sense they still take you nowhere they still take you to the same place, you know, you're still here under my skin. I'm still here, no matter no matter where I go, I'm still here. And uh, 
I haven't found the answer to that. I haven't found the the reason for me to be here, although I look for it every fucking day, and I find it in my son's eyes, and I don't want to put that way on him at all, at all, at all, at all, at all, but uh, selfishly, I can't help it. Selfishly, I, I hang on, I cling on to that umbilical cord, which is seeing my son smiling, happy, and, and hugging me, and giving me the reason to be here. Uh, otherwise, I don't know what would have happened because um, there's nothing else holding me here. No, not a purpose. I've lost purpose, which is uh, also a terrible place to be. You know, purpose in life is essential. Purpose in life is what keeps you alive. Uh, when when your dreams are still when your dreams are still alive, when your when your when your goals have not been met. When, with uh, for some non-apparent reason, you still have desires unfulfilled, and you still have plans, but there is this big wall and this big trench separating you from it, and not allowing you to even move. Rather, rather, it, what it does is it takes you back from it. And then, and then when you realize it, then you're 53 years old, and your body doesn't react the same way reacted 20 years ago and your mind doesn't act the same way and you find yourself in, in the same place where you were 30 years ago well then all these mechanisms kick in this uh, Machiavellic mechanisms and uh, and you end up walking in the woods with a dog kind of lost and thinking if if going east is a good idea Anyways, this is what I wanted to share with you today. Excuse the quality of the audio, but uh, that's all I could do. In any ways, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't hear by me in a couple of months, just call the police and tell them to look for me around the forest of Santa Maria. Uh, kind of west. <laughs> Shit. Anyways, I'm going to try and head east and uh, see what I find. Thank God I still have my dog. I can cook her later if, if I run out of time. Yeah? Well, love to you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.